and welcome back to another edition, another episode of Fractured Not Broken, the Relationship Wellness Podcast. It is your guy, Coach Rudge, and I first want to begin by saying Happy New Year, because I believe when this one comes out, it will be the top of January. So definitely wanted to uh, wish you all a very, very happy and prosperous new year. Hope you had a great holiday season. I am super excited to be back with you as always, and I hope you are excited to be back with me as we get into another episode and a brand new year to boot. So a little bit about me. It's your guy, Coach Reg, professional relationship coach, author, um, I guess relationship expert, you could say, and presenter. I'm the founder of Are You Coached, which is a coaching platform geared toward helping individuals, couples, and even professionals uh, navigate the relationships that matter most. So yeah, we're excited to be back for another episode in a brand new year in 2024. So listen, as we begin this new year, let's get into what I will call relationship goals, right? Uh, new year, new goals, uh, maybe new us, right? Uh, making better choices, better decisions, uh, being more thoughtful as we execute and navigate the relationships that matter most. And so what we want to get into is when we think about relationship goals, right, um, they can they look different, right? Because everyone's goals can be different to a person, uh, to a relationship. And when we hear of relationship goals, sometimes we hear of better communication, understanding, um, the love languages. That's always a big one, right? You know, there's a desire to be understood, the love language to be um, not so much heard, but to really understand how your person experiences love and how you express it, right? And also how you experience it. So it's, a, it's how you express it, how they experience it, and vice versa, right? And so the love languages are physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, and acts of service. Um, some people are also interested in, you know, deeper intimacy, stronger bonds. And those are all good things, again, regardless of the type of relationship. But what my contention has been for some time and will likely continue to be is that the love languages are great, but I do believe it's more, more of a macro perspective than a micro. And the micro perspective, in my opinion, is emotional intelligence. And so how we grow in emotional intelligence, if it's something that we choose to do, it will make experiencing and expressing love languages that much more fulfilling. And what I've done, based on my beliefs, as you know, I you know, kind of self-proclaim <laughs> myself as the EQ coach as well, um, and emotional intelligence, many of you know what that is. Um, those of you who are new to me, those of you who are seeing me for the first time or familiar, um, that's that's the basis of the work that I do. It's it's rooted in and firmly rooted, firmly rooted in emotional intelligence. And so I mentioned to you in my intro that I've written a book, Love Relationships and Sometimes Just Letting Go. Highly encourage you to get out and get that. And you can do so um, on my link tree. In fact, you'll see how to connect with me, how to grab your book, how to schedule time, how to schedule coaching, how to book me for events, and so much more on my link tree, which is pinned or will be pinned in the description below this video, actually in the comments, I believe. So you look for that. 
but you can also get your book there. But the point of it all is that in that book, I wrote about um, triple A's, right? And, you know, when you think of triple A, most people you, you, you may think of, or some of us, I should say, may think of triple A as a, a car service, right? If something breaks down in your car and they have different offerings as well. But, you know, it's great to call them if you have a challenge with your vehicle. Not so much in relationships. Don't call AAA. And AAA, not calling AAA in relationships refers to do not attack, do not accuse, do not assume. And again, as it relates to relationship goals, right? We're talking about starting a brand new year, foundationally, doing things maybe a little differently than we have to get better results than we've gotten in the past. And so, again, what I've done is kind of grouped the triple A's together because that's the what I just shared with you was covered in love relationships and sometimes just letting go but it is also there's another set of triple A's right Um, and in that first group of triple A's as it relates to EQ so let me kind of step back a bit the attributes of emotional intelligence are self-awareness self-management relationship management and social awareness now that those first that first group of triple A's addresses and deals with specifically the attributes of relationship management and social awareness. Well, there's a second group of triple E's that deal with the remaining two attributes of components, if you will, of emotional intelligence, and that's self-awareness and self-management. And we'll go back through these because I want to explain to you what each of them mean. So the second set of triple E's, if you will, are acknowledge, admittance, and acceptance. And so, again, we're talking about the components, we're talking about how these show up, and and also, hopefully they'll help you to recall um, more clearly, more readily, um, you know, when you find yourself in experiences that you'll remember, oh, okay, this is, these are the set, these are the triple A's, if you will, that apply to me. Um, this is a set of triple E's that apply to my relationships and how I show up and what I'm aware of and noticing around me. So again, the first group, don't attack, don't accuse, don't assume, deals with, or better yet, attack, accuse, assume, deals with relationship management and social awareness. And the remaining set deals with us individually, self-awareness and self-management acknowledge, admittance, and acceptance. So let's talk about them. So in a relationship management or the first group, attack, accuse, assume, attack, an example of that would be, you know, what were you thinking? Why did you do that? That is, it can be heard as an attack, right? It, and a person likely could become defensive because they feel like their choice is being questioned or something they said or did is being questioned. And they're like, well, why would you question it? And so better course of action or another way to approach that may be to say, you know, what was important to you? You know, what influenced your choice, right? Again, to resist the temptation and quite frankly, the habit of saying, what were you thinking or why did you do that? So we don't want to do that. Again, we don't want to call AAA in relationships. Accused deals with, for example, I know you damaged my car, right? That ding wasn't there yesterday. What did you do with my book? You know, the one that Coach Reg wrote, Love Relationships and Sometimes Just Letting Go. You need to get your own copy. No, that's, but yeah, you got it. But 
<laughs> no, but really, the um, it's a, it's an accusation, right? Instead of instead of accusing someone, ask a question. I promise you, folks, if we could be better about asking questions when we don't understand something, be more curious when we're like, I'm not sure what I'm seeing, and ask a question versus speaking from your perception, will li- which will likely be delivered as a a statement and can be heard as an attack, an accusation, or an assumption, which is what we want to avoid. So assume, the third, um, say you want to, say you have a friend. You could be, this could be romantic, it could be non-romantic, and you, um, you've known them for some time, and say, 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 say you know, or you, had, you, you remember they liked a, a certain dessert, right? Because they, since as long as you've known them, they've enjoyed that dessert. And so you say, hey, I got a surprise for you. I got this dessert for you. Say it's a strawberry cheesecake or whatever. And they're like, ah, ah I can't eat that anymore. Huh? What do you mean you can't eat it anymore? I thought you, you've always liked this, right? And they're like, but I can't now because my body doesn't respond well to it. So... Yeah, I don't, I don't have any. Oh, wow, I didn't know. And so a simple example, again, to illustrate another opportunity to ask a question. Do you still like that dessert? Is that something you still enjoy? Because sometimes people, our bodies changes, change, our palates change. What we once enjoyed, if, from a, if you had a sweet tooth once upon a time and you were known to have a sweet tooth and now you don't have that same sweet tooth, it's understandable that someone, and it's certainly it's not malicious when someone remembers what you prefer, remembers what you like, and they say, hey, I have this for you. And you're like, ah, but that's not good for me. Okay, cool, now we know. So, but you know, assumptions can go different, right? Assumptions can, can feel like attacks as well because we make assumes and assumptions and, and they can also be critical or received or heard as critical when we assume something about someone and we didn't ask a question. It can happen with someone that you just meet. It can happen with you see someone dressed a certain way. We make assumptions about the type of people or person they may be when we don't know. So we do it all the time. And, and that's, the, that's the caution, folks. That's why emotional intelligence is so important because we're talking about thinking. We're talking about thinking before you respond. You know, pay attention, social awareness. What am I seeing? What am I noticing? Consider asking questions. And sometimes it's not appropriate to ask questions. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you know what? I'm not sure what I'm saying, but that is very curious or very interesting to me. Oh, that's 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 different. Can, can you tell me what, what that means or why you're doing that or what's important to you or what's important here? It's a question, folks, and it's 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 non-confrontational. It's non-defensive. Uh, a person's not going to likely feel like they have to to defend or protect because go let's go back to attack when we ask someone what were you thinking or why did you do that oftentimes the response may sound like a justification or an explanation because it, they had they people we, we may feel like we have to defend our position and that really may not be the right question which is why the response sounds like because it's the the response aligns with the question right but if you were to say What's important to you, what influenced you, um, what matters to you, or what mattered to you in that moment, in that choice that you made? Because I really want to understand. 
you're likely not going to get that, why you at? I did it because that's what I wanted to do. You know, whatever the snarky response may be. My, my point, folks, is again, social awareness. Pay attention to what you're noticing. Ask questions around it. And please refrain as best you can, resist the temptation to, to tell folks um, or to ask them, you know, what were you doing or what were you thinking? Or why did you do that? Not good questions, not good questions. So let's move on. Now, in the second set of triple E's, this is more, again, this is an inside job. This, is, this deals with the individual. This deals with us individually. Again, self-awareness and self-management. The first, again, is acknowledge. Um, I acknowledge that how I responded may have hurt you or bruised you. Um, another type of acknowledgement is when someone is kind, say thank you. For example, how many times have you held the door for someone and they walked in and didn't say thank you? How many times have you walked, someone held the door for you or performed a nice gesture and we didn't acknowledge and say thank you? So acknowledgement is not just, um, it's awareness of ourselves and it's, it's, it's awareness of how we show up and, and paying attention to if what we said or did could have hurt or bruised someone. If someone does something kind for us, then we can say thank you and acknowledge that. That's, these are types of acknowledgement. Secondly is admittance. I admit that I could have handled that better. I admit that this experience isn't fun for me either. It's an emotional investment, folks, that builds trust by introducing vulnerability and humility into the relationship. Yeah. See, we all are flawed and fallible. So that means we get it wrong. So why is it that we refuse some of us, low EQ types, or better yet, those who are low EQ types, choose to ignore that and expect others to just accept them for who they are, because this is who I am. My goal is for us to grow. <laughs> My goal is for us to be better in relationships and how we show up and present in the relationships that matter most. This is a way to do that acknowledge and admit when we can be better. I could have done better. I should have done better. I, I now have new information that I didn't have before because I didn't realize that my response and or reaction would cause you to feel this way. That's why it's important. It builds trust. It builds confidence because you're introducing a vulnerability saying, hey, I don't have it all figured out. I recognize humbly, humility. I... Yeah, for, please forgive me, right? It wasn't my intention to hurt you. Now, let's be clear, folks. Just because it wasn't our intention doesn't mean the hurt stops just because we apologize. Please understand it takes time, and we don't get to tell a person that we hurt how long they need to hurt. It takes the time it takes. What we hope to convey is that they recognize our sincerity in our apology and our ask for forgiveness. Thirdly, acceptance. I choose to accept what I cannot change. Acceptance can be the gateway to peace and rejecting facts is the gateway to continued frustration. The answer is the answer, folks. See, listen, there's a difference between facts and truth. The truth doesn't change, the truth does not change, but facts can, right? The fact is in the DC area, it's cold today, but guess what? In the spring or summertime, it's not 
because the fact is of that. But what the truth is, is that seasons change, right? So you can definitely maybe glean some confidence and encouragement that although things may be as they are right now, does that mean that's how they're going to always be? So the answer being the answer, it could just be for the moment, but it is still the answer. And so the idea is to accept that answer. And not that you like it, not that you're comfortable with it, but you choose to accept it because, you know, you know, you say to yourself, you know what, I can't fix this thing. I can't change it. So I'm going to work on accepting it and pursue peace because I'd rather walk through the gateway to peace, which is acceptance versus stand, standing on the outside, being frustrated, choosing the gateway to continued frustration by rejecting these facts that are before me right now. It profits us nothing. Just something to consider. Please understand, it is not my heart's desire that you think what I think. I simply want you thinking, folks, for yourself. And not just for yourself, but thinking about and considering others, but making sure you check in with you and check in with them to make sure that, hey, are we good? Ask a question. We're going to get into that in a minute because we're talking about relationship goals. So I got a few more things for you. We're going to get out of here. So. Everything that we're talking about regarding these, uh, the triple A's, you know, attack, accuse, assume, don't do those things, but certainly acknowledge, admit, and accept. Work on those. So it's kind of like do's and don'ts, right? Don't call triple A if you're talking about relationship management <laughs> and, um, and social awareness. Don't attack, don't accuse, don't assume. But do, do acknowledge, do admit, do accept. Because those are individual and personal responsibilities, right? The first three are shared, which is why we want to refrain as best we can. Now, to do any of it, it requires some desire. It's going to require compassion. It's going to require courage. And it's going to require grace. And you can use the decide model, which is define and discuss, communicate, introduce or initiate, design, which is a centerpiece, and execute to navigate whatsoever challenges. That's why that's one of the reasons I'm grateful that I created that because it helps us think through how to best navigate a relationship challenge, either a shared relationship challenge or, quite frankly, an internal conflict you're having with yourself. It's a way to think through it. It's a way to get clarity and get clear on what you're feeling. And sometimes it requires sitting with yourself, sitting with the experience so that you can get a, clear, a clearer picture on how you think and feel about it. So four things I'll ask you to consider just four, and this list is not exhaustive, but it's four things that I like to touch on. Number one, as we get into 2024, be more appreciative. Let those you let those you love and care about know that you appreciate them and specifically tell them why. Be more intentional, regular check-ins with yourself and with others to not take the relationship for granted is encouraged. Because again, if we get into assumptions, right? We've known a person, we haven't had a conversation, we haven't asked a question, we are just going with, well, the last time, you know, nothing has happened to my knowledge, so I guess we're good. And you may be. And please understand, folks, I'm not saying you're not. I'm not suggesting anyone isn't. What I am saying is don't take it for granted, but let's use it as an opportunity to ask a question, to ask a question. Be more communicative, actively listening 
also builds trust, confidence, and provides assurance that you're not participating alone in a relationship. <sighs> Be more patient with yourself and with others. Use agreements to undergird and strengthen the relationships that matter most. New habits take time to develop. Why is this important? Because it all is, because we're talking about relationship management. We're talking about managing relationships or choosing to, if we wanna grow and evolve in EQ, but also managing ourselves, being aware of ourselves and how we show up and present, and then finding out from the other person that we're participating with how they feel, what are they receiving, what are they perceiving, ask a question and encourage them to ask the same of you. Please understand, we can't control what someone else does, that's not the goal, but we can be more mindful and measured in how we show up and respond in relationships. It is a way to be better. Again, we have two groups of triple A's that I'm gonna to refer to and ask you to consider as including in your relationship goals with yourself and with others for 2024. Listen, folks, I hope it made some sense. Um, I'm excited again to be here with you. Glad you're hanging out with me. Continue to rock with me. We're going to grow and be even better as the year goes on. Listen, it's your guy, Coach Raj, and I love love. I'll see you soon. Take good care.